So it is definitely some things going on right now. Definitely going to check out the press conferences. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to Wolfpack Performance Performance Talk Podcast. F1 Minute, the hottest live show on the planet for Formula One content. And I see we got the toxic one in the live chat with the new profile icon and OG Zilla. What's up, fam, man? Don't forget OG Zilla. OG Zilla, I need you to be here. You need to be around live all this weekend. Be around live all this weekend, especially Sunday. Be here live Sunday. So listen, we got new pictures of the W14B. Now the floor is attached. The side stays are attached. The car is coming together. We're starting to get more of a full picture of what this car is supposed to look like. So in the entire grand scheme of things, I would like to show you an image of what it was thought to be at one point in time if Mercedes ever was to change this car and to make it or improve it, what some people thought this car would look like. All right. Now, what some people thought this car would look like is very, a, a definitely a, um, how should I say it? A variation of the RB19, which people were not mad at because the RB19 is a, a very successful car. So this is a render of what people thought maybe perhaps if they changed the, R, the W14, what it would look like in its B variation stage and its B spec stage. And this is what the render came up to be. So now we want to know, has Mercedes copied Red Bull to the point that it would be something as egregious as we named the Green Bull and Aston Martin at one point in time? Uh, Haas, the white Ferrari at one point in time, racing point being tracing point at one point in time, the pink Mercedes at one point in time, has Mercedes done something similar to that? That is, that is what we're going to compare on this segment, on this show, as we are doing many updates as they come out, because this is a very, a very interesting weekend. Not so much for the Monaco GP as, as my bro Will said, other things you could do besides Monaco, but more of the Mercedes updates the Aston Martin and Honda deal, the press conferences with the drivers, everything that's going to come out in this GP as far as free practice. We want to know all of that. Other teams are also bringing updates. But as we look through this car, we're going to do some side-by-side -side comparisons to see and look. And then you can kind of tell me if you think indeed that Mercedes copied Red Bull. I'm not thinking so. But other than that, which variation of the car does it look like? Ferrari, Alpine, Aston Martin, or Red Bull? That's another thing we're going to look at. So let's go ahead and look at some of these photos. Let's flip through these. Let's go ahead and bring it up big screen. Now, remember, this is what a render that took place of what they thought the B-Speak version of Mercedes would look like if they ever changed it, okay? More, more direct copy of Red Bull side pods. Of course, they kept the cannons. I also did see from another photo, we'll see that the cannons, the cannons indeed are as pronounced as they are in this render. It would seem very close in real reality that the cannons after the change of the side pods is pretty pronounced as so. I mean, it's, it's a little bit more exaggerated in this photo, but it's not far off. So let's take a look and, and you tell me what you think as far as this, this, the situation. So right here, here is the, Floor attached to the side pod. Now, you notice that they do indeed. Now, earlier they were asking where the P was, and I told you the P was going to be on that additional piece that would finish out the intake, the endless side of the side pod. They really do have a nice rounded off shoulder on the top end of that side pod. 
as it kind of goes down into the downwash area. All right. So the floor being attached there to me, you know, this car is coming together and it's really starting. Now, if you look back at the rear suspension, it still looks like they are using, um, it looks as maybe that's pool. I think that's a pool type. All right. I think it's like, that's more of a pool type more versus a push type suspension still in the rear. So nothing changed back there. I don't believe. So we're going to go to the next photo so you can check that out. And here it is side by side front and front endless side of the side pod. You see, they still have the elements up there. Uh, conditioning that flow of air from the side view mirrors. Also look right down in there, the side pod area, how it kind of concaves in, bulges out as it comes up to the front of the car and then swoops in. That's going to be an interesting area. That's going to be an area that I would like to see FlowViz on as we go through the FP sessions, okay? That's going to be something that I'm going to look for. I'm going to be looking for FlowViz in that area because just off the look of it, I think that we're going to see some gaps in FlowViz. We're going to see a little bit of breakup in the pattern of FlowViz as it kind of swoops out here and then kind of concaves in. I don't know if that's going to lead for very consistent flow of air, but what I do know is it definitely overall should improve the wake and maybe not impact the rear tires as much, but we'll have to see. But I'm definitely going to look for flow viz in this area. I'm going to be very surprised if Mercedes come out with such an attitude that they don't want to give anything up and don't run flow viz. I don't think that's the best thing to do. If you're going to bring this stuff out of Monaco, you might as well go ahead and bring all types of metrics and and tools out that can help you understand as fast as possible. If you're taking the approach that I want to learn as much as I can on a circuit that really doesn't, you know, give me that great of an opportunity, especially for high speed situations. Then you don't let's not waste any time. All right. Let's not do like the Lewis Hamilton tweets, come out with the little soft shoulder tweets and not the real tweets that have been detrimental or could be detrimental to one's mental health. So right here, you see the front situation of the vehicle. And um, I like the, you know, front nose off. That's always an interesting picture to see all the in internal workings in there, the wishbones and the push rod, all that stuff connecting. It's always the springs. That's always very nice. Uh, then let's go ahead and go to this next photo. As you see right here, two variations. Like we've got a nice little side corner shot. Now, this is a shot that we're going to be kind of comparing to see if these cars look alike. And then the very front inlet that is squared off. It's, it's very what makes it look different. All right. Now, from one angle, you're like, wow, that inlet is more rounded off on the outside of, of the inlet pod. But it, it looks different in the other photo. Well, that's because if you look closely, you'll see that little element bit, that little winglet that hangs down to condition the flow of air. It makes it look squared off from the angle. But indeed, the inlet is still rounded off, but if you look at both pictures, you can see it's that little element if you see it from one angle or the other that makes it look more squared off than it really is. But that's just a separate piece there. Now, let's go ahead and compare the photos to different side pods of other vehicles, starting off with Red Bull. I'm going to say that that's a definite no. All right, I'm going to say this is a definite no. 083, what's up, my Wolfpack family? What's up, bro? What's going on? Man, uh, yeah, 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 083, man. You need to stay hip next week. I can tell you that, my brother. Uh, Yeah, it, I'm going to say a definite no on the Red Bull variation. Red Bull definitely have that nice little wrinkle uh, um, that slashes down and then kind of, which leads to an interesting point for airflow of how that comes across that side pod and assist. But definitely no. Even on the bottom side of the Mercedes, no. 
and even the top side is a no. It is definitely a no on that. So definitely not a copy of the Red Bull, even when it comes up to the cannons, definitely no. So there's there's really no copying here. I don't even think so in the inlet. I think Red Bull's inlet is more cylindrical, kind of smaller, maybe a bit wider than that of the Mercedes. I'll have to see it. But as far as from uh, top to bottom, maybe Mercedes is a bit more wider in that area. So, yeah, it's a no for me on the copy of the RB19 at all. Let's go ahead and we'll go to the Aston Martin, which is where I thought I would see more, more similarities than not. And even in the Aston Martin variation, I'm going to have to say no. Even on the shoulder roll up top is kind of, eh, it's there. You know, they all got a roll after mimicking Ferrari. Everything's got a roll after Ferrari, whether it's the Alpine, the AT523, the AMR23, the RB19, uh, the, the Haas. Everything's kind of got a roll there. But I'm still going to say no on the Haas, especially if you come down to the bottom side of that side pod. Both the RB19 and the AMR23 a bit girthier in those situations than Mercedes. Mercedes still seems that to think that some slim variation or at least smaller variation on that bottom side is there's some positive notion there. Because you'll see as we go through these photos that the other vehicles, the other cars are a bit more girthy and broad down in that area versus the Mercedes. Okay, so we'll go ahead and go back into the AMR 23. And as you see right there, I'm going to say not so much. Now, it's the downwash situation. Yeah, there's a similarity there all day. There's a similarity on the downwash situation all day. But still, Mercedes being more minimal than at all, period. All right. So let's go ahead to the next the next vehicle. Galacticus, will Merc have air rig, flow viz, or just one type? I'm telling you, I think they need to have the aero rakes and the flow viz out. But I don't know how the aero rakes, like me and uh will talked about it monaco so then you look at the alpine all right you look at alpine definitely still that that pronounced bulge at the bottom side of that side pod and alpine even has a small little wrinkle right there just kind of like the rb19 but alpine also having a bit broader roll up top and they got a deeper downwash than mercedes they had a deep downwash and even aston martin i think downwash is deeper than alpine I'm saying that I believe mercedes variation of the side pod is more like the ferrari and this would make a lot of sense as we saw Lewis Hamilton poking around the Ferrari that day, uh, very interested in looking at their side pod. And I'm going to have to say that it is more like the Ferrari side pod. Now, there still are some very deep, very highlighted detailed differences here. If you look at the bottom steel, the, the SF23, the AMR23, the RB19, the AT523, all of those cars have more area at the bottom side of their side pod as it connects to the floor than the Mercedes. Mercedes have more floor exposed in that area if you pay attention. Beside the Alpine, uh, this about there. But look, Aston Martin, minimal. The Red Bull, definitely minimal because they're bigger in that down, that down area, which is going to be interesting to see how that works out for Mercedes, all right? So as we go, like I said, I think it's more like the Ferrari. Now, their inlet, inlet of the Ferrari is more slender, um, is, is very slicey, is very dicey. Mercedes is a little bit more boxy around it and opened up. But if you look at that roll at the top of that shoulder, very similar, very similar to the Ferrari. As you come down on the, on the surface, the side of the side pod, that's where you start kind of losing the Ferrari S. It's almost like an inverted 
version of the Ferrari where Ferrari bulges in that area. Mercedes pushed in a bit in that area. But if Mercedes had pushed that out, it would pretty much look like the Ferrari. If you even go just a bit beyond the inlet, they even have that nice cutout. Now, it's not as nice and rolled in as Ferrari. And now Ferrari also has the induct or the S-duct system. 083 says, I sure hope that Toto should seriously apologize to Lewis because he is Lewis. They, hey, 083, I was going to hit on that, trying to show Mercedes this two years ago. Thank you, Galacticus. Yo, I was going to say that big time. And I'm and I i gonna it's going to come out in my podcast is this the variation? Is this where we would have been two seasons ago had Mercedes listened to their number one seven-time world championship greatest accomplished driver in Formula One history? Mercedes definitely is eating a pie made of crow all day with this. And it's going to even be worse if this car comes out highly competitive within the next three GPs. Mercedes, you better sign Lewis Hamilton to a stupid major deal. His deal better be stupid major. I'm trying to tell you. Now, if we come in and it's like, this car's not performing, Mercedes, it must have lost how to make cars overnight. Like, it is going to be crazy. But if the RB, the uh, RB19, the AMR23, and the SF23 have troubles handling the W14B, Mercedes, go to Lewis Hamilton and say, what would you like? in your contract, write it up and we'll sign it. It's that's as that's as easy as going to get Lewis. You write it up. We'll sign it. it. We're good. Okay. We got our eighth. You didn't, you told us that we shouldn't do it. We did. We did it anyway. We failed. And now we're going back the other way. Our bad, write it up. We'll sign it. So yeah, this is my take. This is my personal opinion. Uh, you can let me know what your opinion is after seeing these photos side by side. Do you think it's more like the Ferrari? I think it's more like the Ferrari, but still different. I think it's a, almost a, the Ferrari S, a little bit inverted di difference as it comes down to the floor, losing a little bit of that body. So I'm still saying that that is where I am wondering. Now, this is the picture right here that we showed you how different the side pod changed from Miami to Monaco. Very different. Now, if you notice, their downwash area is very mild. I mean, subtle at, at best, subtle at best compared to the AMR23, the AT523, subtle at best. And even, even SF23, very subtle. I do believe, I do believe that downwash area, I think it's going to get a bit deeper as they learn more about this variation, I think they scaled in. Let's not go too deep. We can always, you know, we can always go in more, right? We can, it's always a good saying, start off with more. You can always go less. If you start off with less, it's going to be hard for you to just to, to do more. Rusty dog, big shout out for the super sticker, bro. But yeah, I think that, uh, that definitely is, uh, big shout out, big shout out. Eli. I really think that that's different. I think they scaled in. You can see the roll, but it's a very, mild, subtle version of the Ferrari S. You don't have it too curvaceous because their their downwash isn't as deep. But I do think this looks more like the Ferrari, which makes sense when you think back to Lewis poking around the SF23 and looking and, and inspecting. And that, and that would also go to this. People like to disrespect Lewis Hamilton by saying his acumen for Formula One is not really good, that he doesn't give good driver feedback. He doesn't really know. He's not involved in the in the buildup, in the control. <laughs> Don't listen to these people out here talking that crap. 
Lewis Hamilton is great at giving feedback. He's good at staying around. He's good at contributing to the team. He's good at helping to give feedback on data. And the engineers have the bigger job. The aerodynamicists, that's their bigger job. But Lewis Hamilton is no joke at going, looking at a vehicle, coming back. I don't know if they ever missed them sometime getting audio of Lewis and Toto talking in the garage about bits and pieces and Lewis actually going around the car their car and showing them like, this is different. This is different. They did this. I mean, he's talking about small changes that you don't even notice on camera. He's great at giving feedback to his team in order to develop. Why Mercedes chose not to listen. I understand. Lewis Hamilton's not an aerodynamicist. He's only driven championship cars and won championships. So he only knows what a championship car feels like. And probably what it should kind of look like. Galactics, Merck need fast pit stops and listen to Lewis and win. And that's another thing. No matter how, good they make this car that's not going to change their pit stops they have to be more consistent with pit stops and they need to be better with strategy okay they need to be better with strategy and that's where another downfall is and that's why i say it's a complete thing like the machine needs to be there the driver needs to be there and the team needs to be there if you're missing any one of those components it's going to be a struggle in your year to be consistently good throughout the course of a season if you have all three it's going to be easier to be good throughout the course of a season and likely win a constructor championship and a driver championship that's just the way the cookie crumbles so as we go some people are just joining us go ahead we'll look over these photos one more time the very vast difference between the side pops from Miami to Monaco. Big shout out, Rusty Dog. If Nui could write the rules himself, they would be just as they are now. They suit Red Bull, so I don't know if Merck will catch them still. That is a very good, Rusty, that is a that is a very good point. Uh, you, you make a fair point right there and even something that other people are concerned about themselves. I do not think Mercedes will catch Red Bull this season. I do think they will close the gap if, if, this update yields to be an upgrade, which is positive progress in race pace. I do believe they close the gap. And I do believe if they understand the philosophy and they can expound on it, that they put Red Bull on notice going into next season. All right. I do believe that. But if they go and have trouble, even with this variation, the W14B, all the way up until the last part of the season, then it's just... It is, it is what it is. It happens. It happens in sports. It happens. Damn sure going to happen in Formula One. Okay, so it, it's still something left to be decided here. And this race week will tell us a little bit. It's going to tell us a little bit. But Spain is going to tell us more. Barcelona is going to tell us more. Okay, that's really what I'm excited to get and see where the W14B actually performs that. And they're going to take whatever data they learn from here and apply it. And hopefully they apply it in such a way that they just keep on rolling and keep on rolling. And then next thing you know, we got a four-team battle. We got Aston Martin in the mix. We got Ferrari in the mix. We got Mercedes in the mix. And RB19 and Red Bull, they're just running away with this. That's that's just what it is right now. But wouldn't it be awesome that even in the last three races, if we saw the W14B rivaling the RB19 on at least a few tracks going and concluding the season, that would be very, very interesting, and that would be very promising to people who like Mercedes, who support Mercedes, who and want to see Mercedes win. That that is where you want to stand. All right, we have to be very realistic with the update and the progress when it comes 
to Formula One. We have to be very realistic when we're looking into these things to understand that these updates don't all they're not going to yield like a full two seconds, a second. Even you're just trying to get tenths upon tenths upon tenths upon tenths to add up to a second. And sometimes that doesn't take place even in a race because your target is moving. Red Bull is not going to stand still on development. They're not going to be a stool pigeon. They're going to keep moving on development. They're going to try to keep moving on progress. They're going to keep trying to push the pace of the RB19. So your goalpost in a rightful way is always moving in Formula One. So that's what we have to see. Galactica says Nui spends 10 minutes looking at a team cars each race. Nui stalks. Okay. Let me tell you this right now. Nui scares me when I look at TV sometimes. Sometimes when I see Adrian Nui on the, on, on the grid, Nui scares me when I'm looking at him on the grid, looking at cars. He's like a he's like a peeping Tom. He's like a stalker. And he's just sitting there, just passionately gazing at these cars. If those cars could talk, I'm pretty sure they would be very timid and afraid and startled when Nui approaches. Like, what is this guy doing? Why is he looking at me like this? What is he doing with this pen in the pad? Nui just has a very... Very concentrated look and demeanor when he's analyzing other cars, looking for subtle changes and bits and pieces that he could take and manipulate and add to his creation. He is. He's, 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 Nui is the GOAT in that sense. He is the GOAT in that sense. So, yeah, Red Bull do, do have a GOAT in their mints. It's not Max Verstappen. It's Adrian Nui. That's fact. 083. Remember, Barcelona is going to be a totally different race. They changed the track and now it's going to be faster race than before, which is also another interesting thing. Because something that we already know the programs didn't account for going into this new era of cars was porpoising. So we're going to it's going to be interesting to see if Mercedes encounter a porpoising issue with the new W14B. And if they do, do they have the information, the data, and the experience on how to remedy that very fast. I'm, and when I say fast, I'm talking about the ability to solve that within FP1 to FP3, okay? And if they can't, then we have a bigger problem because they're going to go into qualifying with a porpoising car, and they're going to have to go and wait to the next GP to find out why is it porpoising and why are any of the, sol the things that we knew should have solved it, solve it. That's going to be another issue. So we're going to be looking for porpoising, is something else that we're going to be keeping an eye out for in the W14B. All right, so don't be surprised if you see that. That's just something that could really happen. And if it does happen, then it's part of the game. It's part of development. It's part of trying to build it up. So we'll see what goes on with that as well. But uh, this is looking, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see this entire car together tomorrow. I mean, I mean, hopefully we might see it together tonight. And if we do, I'll come on maybe live late night and look at it with you, just kind of marvel at it with you. Nothing like some good car porn. You know what I'm saying? Good car porn is healthy. Don't let nobody tell you different. Good car porn is healthy for you. It won't make you go blind. It won't leave you leave you hungry. You're going to just, you just love it. You just love looking at it. These machines, the, the tires, the wheels, the suspension, the carbon fiber, the engines, the covers, the halo, all of that stuff. It's just, woo, it's sexy. It's sexy. I love it. Fat Boy Wonder just joined the Wolfpack fam. What's going on, man? Appreciate you for joining the family. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for getting in with us. Telling you one day, uh, listen, we got a VIP box to give out this Sunday. This Sunday, somebody is getting a VIP box. We got a new VIP member. Now, I kept this box up here to let people know. All of Busy Akambala is our VIP 
recipient from last week. There is the name. If you know that person, tag them. Tell them. Wolfpack said your VIP box is waiting on you. All he needs is your name, your shipping address, and you need to get in the Discord to give me that information. But yes, we have a new. This box is going to somebody else. We have a new VIP member to present this Sunday. This Sunday. Who is it? I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to say you need to be around live this Sunday. And tomorrow, quality kit back on Saturday. All right. We're going to have the trivia games. Anybody can participate. The first person to get three questions right, you can come in. And if somebody already got two, five people can have two. Freak Dogs Flair came in like four people already had two points. He came from zero and won it all and got a $50 gift card. $50 gift card. Altogether, he's collected $75. Will has collected $75. Come play a game. Watch Enjoy qualification with Wolfpack Performance and the family and win a little money. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Win a little money. Who's mad at winning money? Who's mad when you receive $25, $50 Visa gift cards you can spend anywhere? I'm not mad. You mad at that? I'm not mad and I send them out. So join us live Saturday for qualifying. We're going to be here live. If, if indeed enough information or something comes out that looks crazy, I will go ahead and post that as well. We'll go through it. So these are the pictures right here. Got a few more Galactics. I bet Max with that new PU and two to three GPs. Watch and see. I don't doubt you wrong about that, brother. I don't doubt you wrong. They're going to do whatever they got to do to keep the foot, to keep like the foot to the metal, wide open throttle. And I'm not mad at them for it. Like they're going to try to stay on front. That's what you got to do. When you lead in the pack, you're the hunted. Red Bulls understanding what it is to be the hunter, so they're going to have to stay out front and do whatever they got to do. Just don't cheat. Don't breach the cost cap because we're still going to be waiting for cost cap certificates to come out and see what team, if any, breached the cost cap. And if the teams that breached last season breached this season, it is said in the financial regulations that stiff penalties have to be enforced for somebody who breaches multiple times. Listen, the cost cap adjudication board at ABA had gummy bears for dentures. It was a very soft bite. It was nothing. You better step up and set a better precedence or else you're going to have more teams breaching. All right. So here we go. Go through those pictures. So no, not Red Bull. No, not Aston Martin. No, not the AT523. Yes, the SF23 is what I think the W14B looks more like. Just a little bit more inversion on the downside of that side pod. So we will see how this car starts to perform this weekend at the monaco gp don't be late join me live join the family live saturday sunday maybe even tomorrow i've been live probably three times a day i don't play no games when work ethic is up especially when it comes to trying to get with y'all get y'all information and spend some time with y'all so i will see you then 